Okay, I'm gonna try to stop chewing, stuffing food in my face for long enough to tell you that I'm at Miss Me at the Move and Pick Hotel on the corner of Burke and Spencer Street. And I'm already excited. Uh, so it's a set menu from Chef Eskaku. It's his first Head Chef gig, and I feel like this restaurant is something Melbourne's been waiting for. So the menu is a journey through Asia. And basically so far, it's an array of little bites that have been put on the table from different parts of the region. And everything's just been a bit of a flavor explosion so far. Uh, beautiful seasoned peanuts with salt, spice, sugar, lime, just in a really, a, just a glorious syrup of deliciousness. Uh, there's been green mango wedges, so really quite firm fruit in a um, in a chili sambal. Pickled vegetables with curry leaves that are just really pert and delicious and full of character. And then some more snacks. So we've got you know um, plantains, Indian style. We've got Vietnamese octopus, and we've got um, duck on a crispy wonton. So we're just zooming around. Um, so far, it's really fun. Yeah, we started with oysters that came um, in a beautiful bowl with dry ice sneaking out between stones. The oysters were served with a beautiful nam gin. And I normally don't even like to put anything on oysters, but this beautiful chili dressing was somehow complemented the oysters and brought out their creaminess. Stealing that one from my friend Emma, who astutely picked that up. <laughs> so far, it's really fun. Catch you soon. Um, so these are uh, so something that is very special for the sea gypsies. Um, they usually forage for the sea urchin and then they trade it for rice. Um, and in return, they have a dish that is uh, quite unique for them. It's very simple, rice and sea urchin. Uh, usually the Borneo people, uh, sea gypsies, would cook the sea urchin in the rice, in the shell itself, with the rice. So they use seawater. Uh, so here we have puffed rice. We have puffed rice with uh, seaweed sambal. We give you last seasons, uh, the last of the seasons urchin, and then sea lettuce powder on the top. Uh, we take you to Thailand, we give you miangkam, means uh, one wrapped bite. We give you king ora salmon that's been marinated in tamarind, lime, chili, and then we top off with beautiful uh, salmon eggs. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Eska brought these dishes to the table. Um, I mean, the presentation's really lovely. The the Thai one bite, I can't remember, I can't say the name, is on a beautiful rock. And the rice and sea urchin is on a lovely scrunch napkin in a bowl. That's just a bit of um, presence to these dishes. And delivered with such evident passion and just beautiful backstory. It's really easy to be swept away by this experience. Uh, Esther's just brought over this incredibly resonant, meaningful platter. So it's like paper bark set on fire and there's two skewers on it, kangaroo skewers, and they'd represent half his life in Malaysia, half his life in Australia. So the kangaroo is seasoned with Vegemite, there's smashed avocado over the top. Um, and I mean, it's just, it's just, I don't know, what is it? It's just really rich and really meaningful and it's like, it's about the past and it's about the present and 
gives you such hope for the future. I was, um, as Esther came over with this flaming platter, <laughs> I was about to tell Emma about the first time I ate this food. Uh, so, I first ate Esca's food at home. Um, he did a pop-up called Dalam Nusantara, so food from the archipelagos of Southeast Asia. And it was, it was delivered in boxes, so one for each person. It was this incredible array of flavour and generosity stories. I can't even pretend that I even understood it, knew what I was eating, got all the references. But what I did get was this incredible facility with flavours, with generosity, with combining different foods in one to create an experience. Um, and it was, yeah, food that I, I, I was waiting for my family to finish whatever they were doing. And I was just like, I'm just going to have a little bit, like picked up a little bit of this beautiful, like purple rice um, with a little bit of a prawn or a little bit of pork or a little bit of crackling. Um, had a little nibble, had another little nibble, <laughs> had another little nibble. But I swear, like I was waiting for my family to finish whatever it was for about an hour. And I, it was it was like the magic pudding. I looked out at what I'd been nibbling at and it was still, looked like it was still all there. It was incredible. I don't know if it's some kind of magic, but I think it's, it's there that I first became really intrigued with what this young chef is all about. So it's, um, it's progressing. We were promised a food break, but then Esca brought over some pandasal, which is a Filipino soft bread. This has got cheddar on top. Apparently there's cheddar inside and there's a cultured coconut butter. Along with that, there is a ginger spice cocktail. I think it's with rum. Is it with rum? Yeah, but there must be an alcohol in there. I'm going to look it up. Ginger vodka, vodka. All right, it's going to be fine, guys. Um, yeah, okay, let's have a look at this Filipino bread. So I've got a little bit into Filipino. Oh, my goodness, it's oozy inside. It's a round, soft roll with an amazing ooze on the inside. I got a little bit into Filipino bread as much as I could in lockdown because there were some people delivering beautiful Filipino food. Um, Oh. It's got the sweet, it's got the salt, it's got the fluffy, it's got a bit of body as well. And it's got a golden crispy crust. There's nothing not to love about it. <laughs> so the line of the night is, are we on the menu yet? Because I don't think we are. Like we've eaten about 80 things and we've just got past the snack. We just got past the first two lines of the menu. It's um, going to be a challenge, but I think we're up for it. So after the heft of the bread, there is, we're on the menu. <laughs> Thank goodness. Hanava of Borneo. So it's kingfish. It's, it's so beautiful. It looks like a landscape scene from above, but it almost looks like a coral reef scene from above because it's got really light, bright flavors, colors. 
colour is flavour. So we've got beautiful sliced radishes, we've got sliced green almonds, we've got the first gooseberries of the season, we've got different textures of finger lime. And I think it's I think it's a seaweed pearl in there as well. Those little green angel threads. Um, it's, it's fruit from Borneo, but the Australian produce is so to the fore. It's really light, it's bright, it's a real progression. There's a real, even though, you know, I feel like we're going to be eating a lot of food, there is a real sense of balance uh, with this, but I think it's generosity and flavour to the fore at every step. But I'm really loving the light and shade in this menu. So this is a girl talking to chicken salad because Emma's gone off to the toilet. So I'm here by myself, really looking like a crazy person with my little lapel mic. Um, so the second main dish has arrived. And it's a Khmer chicken salad um, with yam beans, shrimp floss, crispy chicken skin. There's a broth made from the chicken bones and uh, egg yolk dressing that's been poured into the center of this beautiful, glorious, ring of chicken with beautiful nasturtiums on top and other little herbs. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm going to eat it, even though it might be a bit rude to start without my friend being here. But let's just get out. Wow. There's this tender, juicy chicken. There's this amazing, acidic spine running through it. The seasoning comes through at the end. It's just the, the thing that really comes through to me about this food is the extraordinary balance. Um, there's a lot of pop, there's acid, there's crunch, there's different shapes that just sort of find their way in your mouth. There's a bit of crunch, I think celeriac maybe. And there's that really nice caramelised back mode of the chicken skin that's been crisped. It's just really clever food, but there's a lot of heart in it as well. It's, it's been a, an extraordinary challenge, a very worthwhile challenge to get our way through this incredible journey through Asia at Miss Me. The final savoury course has arrived. It's a 130-day dry-aged Wagyu short rib with a rendang curry, fragrant rice that's got spice, whole spices in it, and there's this pineapple rojak, which is sort of like a fruit, herb, vegetable, salad, just a seasonal tumble of deliciousness. Um, let's have a little taste. Ooh, that rendang. It's very coconutty. There's like that background chili, but it's just a really complex melange of spices. Really delicious. Let's get into it. Oh, the short rib just falls apart. Get a little bit of it into that rendang. This is, um, this is hard to talk. There's a char. There's um, really a juiciness. It's got so much integrity. It's got that intensity of the dry age where the fibers sort of lose some moisture. But then as it's cooked, everything relaxes and it's just like the massaging of the fattiness through the meat fibers. Um, that really cooked out beautiful spice of the rendang. This is just 
really good food. So here we have a cheese platter, uh, something that's not normally done with uh, Asian food or Asian people don't normally eat cheese to be honest with you. Um, but what if Asians do eat a lot of cheese and they grew up in Melbourne, in beautiful Melbourne and they have a lot of beautiful cheese such as this one. We have triple cream camembert uh, from Fitzroy down the, down the road and then we serve you with Asian condiments. So here we have coconut extract which is the first extract. Similar to how you look at olive oil, um, the first extract of the olive oil is the best. Um, and then we give you roasted sesame paste that we make in-house. We also give you a Chinese date and fig jam. And then we give you uh, something that is very cool, I think, a jackfruit. I don't think I've ever served jackfruit with cheese ever before. And then we give you something crunchy, which is uh, rice crackers made with leftover rice. So each night that we have rice leftover, we turn it into a paste, uh, we add it with tapioca, we cook it, we steam it, we, we slice it, we dry it, and then we puff it. Thank you, enjoy. Oh, nice. uh, thank you so much. I am speechless. <laughs> Oh my goodness, so apparently a journey through Asia at Miss Me ends in a complete food coma because I think that's where I'm at. Uh, I know that Eska has uh, tried out a few dishes tonight and it's, it hasn't just been for us, it's been, there's been the incredible cheese platter on other tables and free desserts with beautiful coconut sorbet. Now we've got our final final dish. They promise it's our final dish, and it's a wadala palm, which is a Sri Lankan pudding, a, a condensed milk and jaggery pudding with coconut. And this one's got roasted rhubarb over the top and a cashew crunch. And let's just have a little dig in. Oh my goodness! Ooh. Mm. Oh, that's really good. It's pretty textured. It's got that sort of custardy, set, set custard texture. Um, oh, and really nice spicing. A little bit of cinnamon in there, I think. And it's really gentle. It's like a little lullaby after this extraordinary jaunt. <laughs> I have to say, I've, I've been so impressed with this meal. I think Eskiru is such a chef to watch. If I'm completely honest, I don't know if this is where he's going to end up. I just feel like he's got so much to say, so many intimate food secrets to express and share. I reckon we're going to find him somewhere that's a bit more intimate as time goes on. But look, he's, he's a really exciting chef. This has been an exciting meal. Um, I know I'm going to dream about it. <laughs> we're going to have cheese, cheese dreams, jaggery dreams. Rendang dreams and it's all going to be pretty amazing. So anyway, thanks for sticking with me and hanging out at Miss Me. Uh, thank you to Eskaku and everybody here. Thanks to the amazing Flossie, our waitress that really looked after us. She's a gem. Um, it's been a great night. Take you next time. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, 
get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This.